0: Hey guys it's Olivia the host of for you from Eve I'm so excited you decided to click on this episode this podcast was created to becoming a better version of our yesterday selves through the power of meditating manifesting and motivation I upload episodes every single Monday and I'm so excited to have you here So let's go ahead and enjoy this week's episode
1: hey guys I'm Amaya I'm the founder of obtaining social. I met Amaya
0: through email. We never met in person, but we've been working with each other for a few months now. I'm actually an intern for her, but I messaged her to be on my like show months back. And she was like, yeah, like I'm currently rebranding, but I'd love to be on it. And now that I like work with her, I see like how many meetings she has and how many tasks and how late she's working. So I'm so happy we finally get to be on. For people who don't know what Obtaining Social is, do you want to give a little background on kind of like what it is?
1: Yeah, so Obtaining Social was just something I started as a hobby. You could say right when I was in college, I just wanted to post my um, marketing internship experience that I was just going into. So I created a little kind of blog, I would almost think of it as. Um, And then during the whole COVID and everything like that, um, I actually looked into obtaining social and realized I could probably take it somewhere, just doing something with social media and marketing. And that's when I started in COVID just by myself working on it and building a name for myself through sharing posts and trying to just get my name out there at first. And now it is a marketing agency with tons of awesome interns and a lot of clients and another co-founder. So it's turned into something pretty, pretty crazy in just a little over a year.
0: Yeah. It's so crazy that you went from like starting this passion project to hiring interns. Like that's a crazy step to take.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. And it was something that we, I really wanted to think into because everybody was always asking me, Hey, do you have like a, how to start a social media marketing class or Hey, do you have anything? And for me, I'm, I'm one way too busy to just sit down and program an entire program in class and really do that and stick time to that. Um, and I wanted to find something that I would be able to teach and not necessarily have to charge people or anything like that. Cause I wouldn't be able to pay a price. And I know that Back then, if somebody had a cool class and something I wanted to do, I wasn't able to afford it on my own, let alone if I would even wanna use my money towards that. Yeah. So having that internship, it bringing that on was more of me trying to find a way of how can I teach people as well that are around my age and that we can just all learn it together and work as a team and everybody can go and run and do whatever they want from it, but find a way to help out the community that supported me all this way yeah
0: super cool amaya i remember like had a few tiktoks that blew up like a few maybe even like almost a year ago like it was kind of a long time ago now that like time is flying and i feel like that's i remember like looking through her comments and like her instagram like comments and everything and i was like wow like everything just like blew up in the span of like a few days like how was that getting all that recognition like so quickly
1: it was pretty crazy because I, I mean, I was only talking to such a sh- small audience at first where my, as you said, passion project was like 50 followers of just my hometown people then turned into 2000 of like in six months, which is great growth. Like it, yeah. I was so proud of it. Um, and then a video blew up overnight pretty much. And it got over, I think like right now it's even at like 3 million views. It's very, it was crazy. It just blew yeah. up um and overnight i gained almost 8000 followers on instagram and it's just tons of messages flowing in and i actually was shocked i didn't receive too much like bad criticism or any any bad comments which tiktok is actually like the number one source we yeah have. So it was very motivating when I was able to get that and because it was just all comments of people being inspired or just wanting to learn from me and how to do it. So when something, when it's the other way around, if it's TikTok and everyone's coming at you in a bad way, it's totally hard to go about that. But luckily me going into it, I had such an easy, calm audience and everybody, nobody was upset and everybody was happy. So it was pretty easy navigating through that.
0: I feel like it was also how you portrayed it like you weren't just like
1: yeah like
0: you know I dropped out of college and I make six figures and like screw you like you can't do it either you're like I'm going to show you how I did that because I want like everyone to rise up with me. So I think it's also the attitude you had on social media and that's why you weren't really getting a lot of criticism and it was more just girls that were like empowered and like motivated to like want to be like you and like take your steps.
1: Right, once you're talking to an audience that is like that, they're the only people who are going to accept what you are saying. So I definitely feel like that was the perfect way to go about it. And that is truthfully all I wanted to do because nobody, when I started, really when I started there was nobody else I knew of my age doing it. Um, Whereas now it's more very common. Um, but I just wanted to be that person to somebody to be like, Hey, you don't have to necessarily go to college. You can come this route if you want.
0: Yeah. So why don't you also give a little background on that whole college thing? Like when you first graduated high school, what were your plans? How did they change? Like, cause I feel like a lot of people are kind of, up, I think So many people that are in college right now are like sitting back and they're like, why am I here? Why am I doing this? Like I saw a tweet and this guy was like, I pranked myself for 18 years because I went to school and learned nothing. Like, I think a lot of people that are in school are questioning why they're in school. So how did you kind of know, like, maybe this isn't the route I need to take and I'm going to go like a less traditional way and then like make this of myself?
1: Yeah, well, my, my parents, my mom, she went to college and she's very, very strong on going to college. And she thinks as a woman, especially that I should go to college, I should never depend on a man, you know, that whole mentality. Um, And my dad, he actually barely passed high school, never went to college, but he is the only one who's working in my family. So he has a business and he's an entrepreneur himself. So I looked at that my whole life. So I kind of knew my whole life. I was like, eh, I don't necessarily need college because my dad's the one, you know, typically making the money for the house. So yeah, if doing it, I could do it. But my whole life, I was always thinking I'd be a lawyer or a doctor, you know, all that stuff. And in high school, I went through with a CNA program for two years. After that was done, I realized i am not the type to be a nurse or in that situation. Um, And so I started looking into marketing after I saw a video on YouTube by, uh, you know, Julia Havens, Julia Havens and Hunter Havens. I
0: I think I know Julia, yeah.
1: Yeah, so Julia, she actually was like a social media manager um, for Sephora, and so I started looking into that. My college had a little program that you could get a social media marketing certificate. Yeah. So I went through that, did an internship, and then when COVID hit, my school stopped. Obviously, I couldn't do in person, and I am t- I'm terrible at math and all that stuff. So being out of person for me was like. I wasn't even trying because I couldn't do it. I knew I have to be there with the teacher. I understand that 100%. Yeah. Right. So that getting taken away, I was like, okay. And then my marketing agency I was working with, I just got hired after the internship. And I was so excited, my first job. And then immediately they were like, oh, sorry, Um, We're working from home now, but actually you don't need to work because it's like, we kind of gave you a job, you know, like we don't, you don't, we don't need you. And so realizing that to me was like, I'm so replaceable in that kind of environment. Mm -hmm. And I, I know me as a person, I can't be like that. I can't just like depend on somebody for my income or something like that. So I was then looking into the social media marketing. What can I do by myself? Um, And that's when I started just playing around, like I was making graphic wallpapers and I was like, $5 a wallpaper if you want it. And then I would make them for small businesses just to get my name out there. And then once I realized the potential, I just started following with it and it all came together.
0: Yeah, I like how you said, like, I can't be in a position where I am non-replaceable because... I talk about this a lot when it comes to agency life. Obviously, I have nothing against it. Like, I'm also in marketing, so I know that's, like, a huge thing. But it is very scary. Like, I remember once I saw, like, this thing on Pinterest, and it was, like, and this is nothing against people that work in agencies. If you're listening to this, like, you're killing it. But it's, like, it was, like I don't want to spend my life working towards building up someone else's dream. Like, if you're working in an agency, you're building the person that founded that, their dream instead of, like, working on your own. So when it comes to me, like, I'm terrified of that typical, like, I don't even want to say nine to five, because you're never ending at five. If you're an agency, you're ending at like 10 or 11. But like, working for someone else scares me too. And I feel like that's why I also created this podcast, because I'm like, it's mine. Like, no one can take this from me. No one can replace me. Like This is my thing. So I like how you brought that up too. And also when you were talking about how you were doing nursing, and then you saw Julia doing social media, the way social media has like, completely shifted these past like few years especially during COVID is insane like there's so many influencers I follow there's this one girl named Vivian Audi and I don't know if you know her but she like was in nursing school graduated everything and then her social media blog blew up and that was it she's like yeah this is what I do this is what I do for a living so it really is so crazy to see the impact social media has like like even us, like we work with like small businesses and just seeing them succeed and like the potential that they have to blow up is like crazy that it all happens through social media.
1: Right, and it's so quick nowadays. Everybody wants things now. And so <laughs> being able to provide that, and especially, you know, with the with an agency or when we're working with the small businesses, we're able to provide them with like so much content, so much of this that it it grabs people in. And so that's what's fun about it too, being able to watch, all the things that you are allowed to do on social media, and how many people you can reach, and yeah. how many people you would never know about um unless you had TikTok, like us. You know? Yeah,
0: exactly. Like it's so insane. Like I had one TikTok that like it didn't blow up, but it got like forty five thousand likes, and that was like my most liked TikTok. And still I get likes on it and follows from it. So it's like that one TikTok gave me like 4,000 followers on TikTok. And like TikTok followers also just like go up so quick. I don't know where these people come from, but it's like this. I'm like, is this, are these real people? Like it goes up so quick, but that gained so much attraction to like my podcast. So that's the only reason I really make TikTok just to like bring attraction to like this audience, but it is really, I can't wrap my head around like how big it is now, like and I, and I like yours because I feel like yours is very ahead of the time where it's like yours is like aesthetic and vibes and like very like Gen Z millennial type of social media advertising, which is exactly the direction we're going. And like, honestly, you're the first like agency obtaining socials, the first agency agency that I've seen be so like with this generation, like the posts, the TikToks, the engagement, everything. Like now, a lot of agencies that are doing like commercials are shifting over to like TikTok and Instagram. Like it's crazy.
1: Yeah, and you'll see that you know, and like you say that with like Charlie D'Amelio's popping up and like I don't know Vogue and all this stuff and all these big things. Where it's like before, when I started seeing Charlie D'Amelio pop up in like Duncan, like when that was the first thing, I was like. Why, you know, and everyone's like, oh my gosh, why? But then you think about it, and it makes so much sense. That is our day's like famous people. That Mm -hmm. is, we don't really have that many actresses and actors anymore. Our generation doesn't really look at that. We're looking at TikTok more, we're looking at Instagram more. And so, having that has been huge. And with our marketing agency, realizing that and also realizing not only are we as a company showing our brand off in in a new way, but our morals are also differently as well. Whereas when I was working in my marketing agency, all the people were like 40, 50. I was the youngest one. And me saying I wanted to take on the social media, they were like, why? Like that's so stupid. Yeah. We're never gonna grow on it. And now it's like I look at them and my entire agency was built off of social media. Mm-hmm. And my my agency, I mean, also following wise, obviously, is so vastly different, but we're so vastly different because what we're providing is so different as well. With their they're old, they're like the older marketing. Yeah, person. we need that new, fresh content. We're not in that day and age anymore. We're in this new digital.
0: Yeah. And I think also people like Charlie or like whatever, just TikTok influencers in general, the reason social media is becoming so big and like people aren't like necessarily getting over celebrities, but like kind of like no one talks about like Beyonce anymore. Like they're talking about Charlie and Addison and all these people because their social media is so like real and raw. Like it's just them in their bedroom in an outfit they were school or something like And when it's so funny because when like real celebrities try to get on TikTok, all the comments are like, this isn't your place, like get out of here, like you aren't made for this. Because TikTok is just for like rawness and realness and like reality of stuff where celebrities on social media, we always looked at and we were like, like their pictures are so perfect, they only post like their cover shoot. And I think social media now is becoming a lot more like raw photo dump, like not caring as much type of like vibe, which I love.
1: Right, yeah, no, it's so different. And it's gonna keep going down that path where I think, I mean, I could be different where I don't really watch movies that much. I watch some shows, but I mean, my whole life is social media, but that is just where I'm going. And I'm expecting that our kids are probably gonna also keep going that route where it's just, that is the new celebrity. That is yeah. the new famous, famous. And that it's not these actresses and actors anymore. And you can become it overnight. Yeah. Like, It is hard to do so I mean, you know, people will say because it's like you're super pretty or blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But if you really put in the effort to push out a ton of content, and if that is your main goal, I promise you it will hit at some point.
0: So I mean, sure. people always say like, oh, Addison Rae is like so lucky, she made one TikTok and now she's with the Kardashians, but I was like, she knew what she was doing. Like when right. one TikTok blew up, she took advantage of it and she's like, okay, I'm running with this audience that thinks this of me. Like, okay, maybe they just think I'm pretty. I'll post TikToks with me looking pretty and then I'll expand my brain from there. So exactly. these people, they know what they're doing.
1: Right. Yeah. Being consistent is the number one thing and that is what they are and even myself when obtaining social did hit like this big 1 million or whatever people following i was very very consistent for that next like month after and i was ranking in followers during that and it was just blowing up and i was doing so well on tiktok the videos just kept going well and then i took a break for like four or five months where now i'm coming back into it fresh because I am I was gone and everyone forgot about me honestly and so instagram is not pushing content out as well and all this stuff and so now you have to go back and build it so biggest thing is be consistent, and that is what Addison was and she kept her audience with her that entire time and just blew up.
0: yeah it's all consistency like I say this with everything like. This podcast, like when I was on vacation, I remember I was like, you know what? Like, I'm not going to worry about this now. Like, I just want to relax. I don't want to be on my phone. So I took like a like a week, two week break from uploading, and I lost like 30 followers. People are like, no, I signed up for this girl because I want episodes every Monday. So people like see that, and you're like, wow. But then it's like when I do post every Monday, like I'm gaining these followers, and new listeners. So even if you're not like. When like when I listen to the first couple podcasts I make and maybe you agree with like maybe the first couple graphics you made or projects you made like I cringe and I'm like oh my god I can't believe I created that trash and now like you just get better but it's like because I was consistent I'm learning faster and I'm growing the audience even if I didn't completely love what I created back then I was doing it every week.
1: Right, right. And when you love it, it's so much more fun. And that's another thing about it, like. It is hard creating that line and you definitely need your self-care. You definitely need to take care of yourself. And that is something that I was struggling with so hard was figuring out where that line was of where working and self-care and like focusing on myself. And so that's a big thing too, where that's where it sometimes becomes hard to stay that consistent where you just burn yourself out if you are not taking those breaks. Obviously, you're very busy.
0: What are the biggest challenges you've had to face with obtaining social? And what kind of made you push past that? Like, were there ever moments where you're like, okay, I have to give up, like, this isn't worth this anymore? Or were you like, and what made you kind of stick through that and keep going?
1: Yeah, definitely. So with obtaining social, like, especially with anything in life, you're going to go and through these bumps and ups and downs. And especially as a business owner and, you know, being 20, you know, you know, you have to think of all these different things and there's so many ups and downs and just figuring out what, what has happened with me is whenever I get to a point where I am so overwhelmed and all this stuff, it's usually because I let myself get to a burnout. And so I like to just definitely take time, step away and just And that's really all I need to do is just take a moment, breathe, think for myself and not even just a moment. It could be a day, it could be two days. I could take literally just a weekend off and be like, I need it to myself. Go do a yoga class or go do something, be alone off of social media and just think. And if it's a business situation or something, if you just, anything in life, if you just take a moment and calm down and really think it out and not be irrational, that's the difference that's the difference for me is I get irrational when I'm totally burnt out and working myself up. And so then that's a totally recipe for disaster. So just taking a moment, calming down, thinking it through that helps out a lot. And just making sure that you do time in those breaks, because you cannot push yourself to a burnout. It's just not okay. It is it. It's the worst ever. <laughs> I would yeah. rather I would rather everybody take like, five hours out of their day of their work day if they can and just take a break or do whatever then to leave yourself to burnout and take go to sleep go do that because as a content creator if that is where you're going down you kind of get to make those decisions of how long you're going to be working on your podcast and editing it and if it's going to drive you to a point where you're going to burn out go to sleep yeah <laughs> Like you need to take the time, go rest, and then you'll come back better refreshed and creative. And that's what's helped is figuring out that line.
0: Yeah, I 100% agree with that, especially with burnouts because like, especially me, like I've definitely had moments where I'm just burnt out. Like it's the school semester, I'm working, I'm doing this podcast, I'm doing all these things, like staying up super late. And then it's like one day I just like can't do it anymore. And then it's like, I take a week off because like my brain is just fried where I could have avoided that week off by just taking breaks in my days. And I feel like that's very, very important to like get used to, especially as like a CEO, because all you want to do is see your brand succeed. Like even when you're not working, you're thinking of things that's going to help your brand. You're thinking of your clients Like you're thinking of these things no matter what. So it's very important to be able to tell yourself like you're allowed to take a break. Like you're allowed to take an hour break, go for a walk, like take a bath, whatever it is you have to do. And that's a very hard thing for people to step away from and like let themselves do. So I think that's really, really important that you brought that up because we will burn ourselves out. And also it will start to become something we don't enjoy doing if we don't let ourselves have breaks. Like if you didn't let yourself have any breaks, like you'd be so stressed and miserable all the time that one day you'd wake up and be like, maybe this isn't what I want to do anymore. Like you're not going to wake up and be excited to do it if you make it like stress you out, you know?
1: Right. No, that's exactly it. And that happens. It happens for me, honestly, happens quite frequently. And like I said, I'm going through that literally right now. And that's why I'm able to look at it from an out, even an outsider point of view and be like, you know what? I know why this is happening. It's because you push yourself and you go and you go all these extra hours or you don't go to sleep at a reasonable time because you're editing TikToks. If you If you get to that point, it's time to stop, settle down, reevaluate, go look at your calendar. For me, I know mine is so messed up right now and that's probably the reason why I'm feeling this way. So going back and time blocking and figuring all that stuff out and then restarting, getting a fresh start it will be such a difference if you figure out what the problem is and actually pinpoint it and change something about it rather than just let it keep flowing.
0: Yeah. And like you said before, too, there will be bumps in every single road that is like worth it. So whether it's a job, a relationship, like no matter what it is, there will be a bump in every single thing that you do. Like, even if you like want to work out consistently, there will be a time in that workout where you're like, I don't want to do this anymore or like whatever. And if it's worth it and it's something you really really want to do you will go through that and you will fight through it like for the end result like that's a very important thing too because I feel like everyone goes through bumps whether they're like in nursing school or like med school whatever it is you will go through a bump and that is kind of like your way to push through it like if you don't want to push through it it's probably not what you want to be doing like it's probably like you probably have another passion that you don't know about Mm -hmm. um but yeah also leading into that like the last thing I wanna to talk to you about is we're young. So I also have like a younger audience. So many people feel lost. They're in college, they're in high school. They're like, I don't know what to do. Like, I actually do get a few DMs about people that are like, how do you, know you wanna start a podcast? I don't know what I wanna start, but I want it to be my own thing. What's kind of your advice to people who just feel lost when it comes to their future? Like they're taking the baby steps, they're taking their like gen ed classes or whatever, but they don't know where their head is at. How do you kind of advise someone to find their passion and like
1: their niche for me it was a bunch of trial and error and so i had to just go out and see what is going to work and what's not going to work and so you know when i told you i did the cna thing it took me two years to figure out if that was going to be something i wanted to do or not and i never looked at my life as i need to figure it out before i go to college or actually that is what i was thinking it as is i need to figure it out right before i get to college like because you have to you have to pick your major and that is something that is so daunting like that we really don't give ourselves credit for like you have to pick your major for the next four years and nobody expects you to change it and you have to follow through with it and that is what you're gonna do for the rest of your life and that is something i wanted to not think about anymore because i can't look at my life that way and i can't just make a decision today that is gonna be the decision for the rest of the world like no and nobody should look at it that way and it's super hard to disconnect yourself from that i believe because you're having to pick it right then at 18 you have to pick what are your classes so trial and error for me was the big thing and i was going to college i took all the bare minimum credits i had to take that's all i wanted to do i didn't want to do like specific ones so i would just take the you know regular math regular english all that stuff but then taking some extra credits, like you said, great idea, doing internships, figuring it out. And even if it's not an option, just trying to find someone to shadow. If you like somebody and you like an influencer or something like that, Hey, do you need an assistant by chance? That's what I would ask, you know, and I would just make myself put myself out there and figure it out, whatever I want to do, how can I get there? And what is the absolute first thing I can do? I'll be someone's assistant or I'll go and be in an internship or something like that. Gain experience and figure out if that's what you want to do definitely before figuring it out any other way. I don't know, that just experience for sure.
0: Yeah, networking is like huge. Like that's how you will find like, if you like, you're like, oh, like this company doesn't even hire an intern. Or like, I just want to see how a manager works a social media manager. Literally, like I go through LinkedIn and I connect with like 100 people and I'll email them all like this copy and paste the same email and just be like, hey, can we get on a chat like I'm really interested in what you do. I'm a student. I go here and I would love to talk to you. This is a sad fact, but this is everything they told me like in school is like no one will care once you graduate college. Like they're not going to like look at a 30 year old who's emailing them and be like you know, they're going to, if they see a 20 year old, they're going to be like, oh wow, this person has drive ambition. Like they're taking the steps young. So network with a bunch of people. And also I feel like when it comes to passion as well, it's like people always say like, it's something that doesn't feel like a job. It's something that you wake up and do every day or think about every day that like, you don't want to wake up and feel like your job is like your job. Like it's something you have to do. It should be something you want to do. So whether that's drawing or like writing, find something you could do that like revolves around that. When it came to my podcast, I was like, I just love talking to people. Like I don't stop talking. I like meeting new people. I like learning things and I love like bettering myself and wellness and entrepreneurship and woman empowerment. Like these are things I'm passionate about. So how can I incorporate that into my field? So yes i'm in college but if you ask me what do i want to do when i graduate it's this it's not working at a marketing agency like obviously that would be great i still will do internships and stuff to get there but my number one goal is this like my backup is an agency in my opinion so Just finding that side hustle that doesn't feel like something you have to do. And like she said, just talk to people. Like, people love talking about themselves. Like, if you tell someone, I want to network and hear about what you do, everyone loves talking about themselves. It's very rare that they will say no.
1: Yeah, for sure. And definitely going and taking people out, I still do it to this day where people for me, I have a marketing agency. I have small businesses that I work with, and I'm not necessarily always just trying to sell. And I'm not always necessarily trying to make money. I genuinely just want to go out and meet the people around and take them out to lunch or take them out to get coffee and just pick their brain and listen to what they have and everything that they do. Cause you never know as well. Like it could be something very selfish to say, but you never know when you could use a t-shirt pressing company. Yeah. And then you had someone in your circle that has a t-shirt pressing or you know, or something yeah. like that in expanding your network gives so many more doors than you'll ever, ever have. And it's so easy to do it nowadays where you don't necessarily have to take someone out to coffee. You can just do it over social and lead it up to that point. But at least you can leave your name, even in someone's DMS and start a conversation there and have it blossom and turn into something you could never even think it turning into. Yeah.
0: And it's honestly like fun. Like it's not something that I'm like, oh, I send out emails. Like when I was going to school in the city, like I would email a bunch of people. Be like, we could grab a coffee in between my class just to talk about. Like, I talked to this one girl who worked at and Nast. You know, I'm sure you know what Kanye Nast is. It's like the marketing yeah. for Vogue. So I hey. like messaged her and I was like, I know you work for like Vogue and stuff. Like, I would love to just have a chat with you. And she met me up for coffee and we talked for like 20 minutes. And now she follows my Instagram podcast, like my personal Instagram. And I'm like, okay, you're not gonna leave a networking thing most of the time 99% of the time you're not going to leave with a job or like an internship but that person like she will always know my name now so like let's say she's in a meeting one day and they're like we need someone who specializes in podcasts she's like "Oh, i know someone and there you are so opportunities aren't going to come right away but if you're consistent with it and you just keep growing it and everything like it will come along the way
1: yeah and people always have a perception of like oh you need to be like so like skinny and pretty and blah, 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 blah. blah. Like, and there's like these qualifications to becoming not necessarily, you don't have to be viral online, but to be this big personality online where that's not the case, obviously at all. And you're just able to be yourself. And if you are consistent, like you said, you're building a network and you're engaging with your audience. It's really a recipe that can never fail. And you will always, you will always get something great out of it. If you are consistent building that circle, engaging and really connecting with your audience, everybody loves that. And everybody wants to see everybody's life. Like that's also something. So if you're consistent with it and having fun with whatever in life, there's no way that it can turn out bad if you have such a positive outlook on it too. Yeah, 100%. Just be
0: patient. Like no matter what, be patient. Like this has, this podcast has been going on for like a few months now and I still only have like, what, 400 followers? And like followers don't honestly like, what is, like I, this doesn't affect me because if I'm getting like DMs and like engagement, I'm like, okay, like this is what makes me happy. Like if I have three girls in my DMs after like, I upload an episode saying this was so good and whatever, that's all it means to me. Like, it's nothing about follower. And even for obtaining social, like for marketing agencies, like they're not even like meant to have followers. Like if you look at like the biggest agencies, you have like more followers than them. So I think that's really impressive too. And it's honestly nothing about followers. Like just be very engaging, consistent and be who you want your audience to be. Like if you want a positive uplifting audience, you need to be that person to attract those people. And yeah, I think that's all it really is when it comes to like having a passion or like starting a passion project or a side hustle or anything like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. If you have all the good intentions behind it as well, and you just go into it with such a great mind, that's something that I walked into obtaining social thinking is I didn't walk into it being like, it's going to be a big marketing agency. I'm going to just make a ton of money and that's it. And I'm going to get a ton of clients. Like, no, I looked at it as oh, I'm going to share some graphics. I'm going to just make what I love and I'm just going to share it. And whoever likes it, likes it. And that's how, how I went about it. I never cared about like an opinion or anything. My page has always been what I love. And that is why it is still here today rather than, you know, other, other small businesses. There's so many businesses that Know, fail in the beginning, or because they just burn out and they just don't love it. And if you really love something and you really want something and strive for it, you're going to get it with all the things that we've talked about consistency 100%. Yeah,
0: so I want to thank you for coming onto the podcast. I know you're so busy, guys. Anytime I go on like our internship website, she's always online all the time. (laughs) So I know you have such a busy day in front of you, but I want to thank you for coming on and sharing everything. I know it's going to help so many girls that like want to start their own things and inspire and motivate them. Um, But yeah, it was really nice to have you on the show.
1: Yes. Thanks for having me.